Hello, I'm Christian, and welcome to the Gemoir International Podcast, where we talk about effective collaboration, influence, and leadership in an increasingly complex world. My interview partner is Dr. Dirk Schlimm. Dirk is an international leadership expert and the author of Influencing Powerful People. Thank you for joining us. Let's dive in. Hello, my name is Christian, and I'm here with Dirk Schlimm, leadership expert and author of Influencing Powerful People. Today, we want to talk about managing during the pandemic, which for many leaders means managing remotely. Dirk, do you think the practice of management has fundamentally changed with the arrival of working from home or other remote places? Yeah, thanks, Christian. No, not really. I don't think it has changed. And let me tell you why. Um, when we're looking at the performance of, of companies during the COVID crisis, uh, people have noticed a couple of things. The first one is the pandemic obviously affected companies differently. Uh, some had products that were in demand overnight, like say home improvement or certain medical products, obviously. And, and others uh, lost a lot of customers overnight, like restaurants or travel. And so, so the market uh, can be can be brutal. Uh, but the second uh, um, observation that was made is that regardless of the industry uh, or, or market, there were some companies that were already in trouble pre-COVID because they were operating poorly. And those companies got into even more trouble, whereas others that were doing well, weathered the storm much better and, and improved. So exam for example, companies that had a, a big focus on digital operation, like a strong online presence, robust e-commerce capability, they were doing already better before the pandemic and they're then improved even more when the pandemic hit. Fascinating. So building on that, what does that have to do with leaders who manage remote teams? Yeah, I, I think that that same observation uh, applies and that good managers have become even more effective uh, during during the, the pandemic, whereas uh, poor managers have even bigger problems now. And I think there are two, two reasons uh, for that observation. The first one is that, that good managers are arguably more adaptive to change. And so obviously we had a big change here. And the other one is that good management practices continue to be useful in this new operating environment. Mm, great. So what are these good management practices that you think are so important? Yeah, well, there, there are lots of descriptions uh, on, on good leadership competencies and, and, and practices. And you know what, it can be a bit confusing and, and some are a bit uh, theoretical even. And so, so I'd like to go back to three very simple but very powerful questions. Okay, so what would those be? Well, so the first one would be is, do you have the right people on your team? Having the right people has always been important, but it's even more important now. So you need to be sure that people are competent and are moving important initiatives forward. And they do that without being constantly checked up on, because now you really can't. Right. Okay. So I've read myself that during the pandemic, some companies have introduced monitoring software. It shows what people, uh, what meetings they attend and how many emails they even send. So wouldn't that help with this? Sure, there are all kind of monitoring tools like that, but, but I don't think they really are the solution. And that's for a couple of reasons. First of all, if people know that they're being watched, they, they will start adjusting to, to make their behavior look good. For example, there may be 
attending more more online meetings now, or they may be more busy putting comments into uh, the margins of a meeting and the chat functions to to see that people to have uh, to show that they're contributing. Right. And now now at some level that has always been important, but 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 now uh, to just show presence doesn't really help. And and also these kind of monitoring tools they they may drive this stuff up, and it, it really doesn't show. Um, a lot of trust and and so you can really only trust people if they're trustworthy which means they do the right thing whether you're looking or not and and i think that that's really important and you also know if they do run into problems they they will come to you and and they will do that without constant supervision okay so that makes a lot of sense it's not just about having or doing a job it's about taking responsibility for this specific outcome and the bigger picture. What would the second question be then? Yeah, the second question is whether you know your people and 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 how they're doing. Mm, okay, so why exactly is that? Yeah, so during my time as, as an executive in a global a publicly traded company, I had a quarterly meeting with the external uh, chairman of the board to prepare for, for board meetings. And this was a, a very uh, busy CEO of a, of a large industrial company. But yet at any time, at every meeting that we, that we had, he would start with, hey, Dirk, how are you doing? And, and he, he didn't just expect, oh, I'm doing fine. He actually wanted to know, and this could be a, a personal thing, the business crisis of the day, maybe even career uh, aspirations. And the point is the question was genuine and there was a real interest um, that he had. Great, so it sounds like there you had some really fantastic support. Can you fast forward from there and talk about how some of this plays out during the pandemic? Sure. Uh, Christian, I was reminded of this uh, recently. I was talking to a person who had been onboarded uh, with a company during the COVID crisis. And I asked them, hey, on, on a scale from one to five, uh, how, how are you doing? And truth be told, in a question like this, if you're a consultant, do you expect a three or a four? It's kind of like a safe answer to, to give for, uh, for, for something like this. And, and the answer was, Two. And I thought, wow. Mm. And, and that opened up a whole different conversation and it really prompted a much needed course correction. Yeah. Wow. That sounds like trouble. Yeah, absolutely does. And, and, and the, the, the thing is, and I know this from, from working with board, so experienced board members have always paid uh, attention to understanding how people, how people are doing in the broadest sense, because they are external overseers. They need extra insights to to, to get a picture of the, the, the company's cultural and business uh, reality. They need to pick up on hints that maybe suggest a strategic misalignment or other trouble in, in the making, but, but they're external. They're not there day to day. And so they have always made an effort to understanding how people are doing personally and professionally. And now that's no longer a luxury. It has really become a, what we would call a hard uh, requirement for every leader and manager. Dirk, that's an interesting observation. And I could say for myself that I see this in my own world. I know that I really appreciate when my supervisors are available and show an interest in my life. It makes a huge difference. So we have two questions down now, one more to go. What's the third question? Yeah, the, the, the third one would be, are you and your people focused and are you getting things done? Mm, so why is that important? So that's important, Christian, because work is becoming ever more complex. So some time ago, I spoke at a technology sales conference and, and I opened up with a suggestion that the end of selling 
had arrived. And, and that was a provocative title of a, a Harvard Business Review article. And what it meant, of course, is people, of course, are still selling, but it's, it's not the end of selling, but it's the end of selling as we know it. Mm, and why would that be? Yeah, so the, the, the point really is this selling, especially technology products and services has become a massively uh, complex endeavor. It's no longer just selling the solution on the basis of its features and value to the customer, but it's really an exercise in, in stakeholder management. So the actual use of the software must be sold on the capability of the solution. So that, that hasn't changed. The CFO must be sold on the financial return. That's also still straightforward, but, but now you've got an IT manager who wants a, a, a system compatibility. Don't bring this software into my IT framework and it doesn't fit the legal department. Now let's say, oh, uh, what about data privacy uh, compliance? And the product people will say, oh, not, not invented here and, and so forth. And so the complexity and really the agendas and number of people with the power to say no to what you want to sell introduces a much greater requirement for focus on the goal, getting the sale over the line. And so working smart in a complex world means working on fewer things while understanding them in broader terms, chasing down more loose ends with persistence. In other words, you and your people must focus and you must be sure you're focused on the right things. Mm, Dirk, that's helpful. So from there, we have the three questions and that's it. Well, in, in a way, yes, but of course, a, a lot depends on your company, depends on your situation, et cetera. But, but in general, asking good and thoughtful questions will usually help you to get to the heart of the matter. So, so things like, do you have a plan? I mean, a real plan on how we're gonna, gonna do that. Do you have the right relationships with the people uh, who matter. That's not about being being a nice person, but it's really part of, of good management and leadership uh, performance. And 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 so it's it's coming up with those questions that matter and 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 working hard to answer them. That, that I think is really what will help you move forward as a leader who's now working in a in a different environment. Mm. And that sounds really good. Is there a place where one can read more about this and what you're talking about? Yeah, Christian, thanks for asking. Obviously, sure. We, we, we do have a blog at, at uh, genoir.com. It is uh, down below. And so there are actually a number of other useful questions that, that help you whether you're managing well uh, during, during the pandemic. All right. Well, with that said, it's a wrap then. Thanks for everyone for tuning in. And we hope to see you next time here on the same channel. Take care. Okay, thanks, Christian.